Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is my beautiful husband and your other host, Chris Mullet. Sounds like you did something different there, and I don't know what it is. I did. I, I said, I said, my beautiful husband and your other host instead of your other host, my beautiful husband. Ah, mm-hmm. why'd you do that? I just did it. Just Spice things it. up. Just went with it. You've got glitter on your forehead. From what? From where? Huh? How much? Like, is it caked on? No. For from Jillian, I'm assuming. I'm assuming too. Or those uh, those glitter whores you've always been talking about. Yo, anytime, yo, yo, nobody brought up those glitter whores, but you. Why are you bringing up the glitter? Because I'm shocked you didn't. So every time, like, I like hold a card because every like Hallmark card they just bukkake with glitter nowadays. Um, or you know, we have a child and things have glitter when you have kids. And, like, you see a speck of glitter on me, and you're like, who are you hanging out with, huh? These glitter whores? And I'm just like, what do you think? Well, you said that you didn't like it when I did that, so I stopped doing it, but now you're just, like, Well, no, there's there. there's no between what you normally do, now and and you jokingly, the phrase glitter whores is very funny. You think Glit- I've been joking this whole time? Glitter whore Barry Wyndham. <laughs> Is, is what I'm getting Thanks at Thanks for ruining it. You're welcome. It is October 5th, 2021. If you're new here every single week, my wife Smith and I, we talk about a random movie in our massive movie collection from many different gimmicks in which we decide to watch that movie. We talk about our lives. And we lose our train of thought. Uh, sorry, it's been... Uh, we recorded a couple days ago, but you haven't heard it yet because our next guest star episode with Max and RJ... In the can, you'll hear that next week for the birdcage. So a rare case where we're kind of recording out of order. Um, so we don't really have a lot. This is probably going to be another one of those quicker episodes, hopefully. Um, oh. Because I, I, just, I really don't have the need to talk to you. Um. <laughs> you're so rude. As you're just typing away, making notes oh. for the movie we watched over a week ago. Yeah, it's just making sure that I remember. Uh-huh. Um, what to talk about. Huh? What are we doing? Is there anything you've been doing as of late? No. Working. Th- we've been preparing for our toy show, which I think we advertised when we recorded with Max and RJ, and it'll already have passed by the time that is airing. But if you're hearing this now, and you're going to be in the Orlando area, or you want to visit the Orlando area... This weekend. October 9th and 10th, hangover... A uh, hangover. Have a hangover. And then come buy some toys at the Asshole... Asshole... At Asshole Heritage Park. It's just... Osceola Heritage It's a baseball diamond and some swings where a bunch of assholes hang out. No. Osceola Heritage Parkway. It is $10 to get in. 
uh, for uh, anybody over the age of 12. Kids are free, and I believe you get a prize at the door. You also get a prize uh, by coming and visiting our table. A free book while supplies last for any child that uh, crosses our booth. Yeah, because um, we don't want kids to just have toys. We want them to also have an education. Yes, and I'm just tired of looking at this bin of books as well. Um, some good value in there. There's some good books in there. That's there all, are. And then also you can come hang out with us. You could tell... Yeah. Well, don't talk, hang out talk. too much. I don't want people lingering around the table could, and taking up the space. You could buy some stuff from us. Yeah, come buy some toys. It's, and some. also, there's going to be all kinds of other vendors and, and fun there. So it's 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 a good time. Um, yeah, there's nothing I hate. I was already thinking about that. We have a bunch of friends who are like, hey, we're going to come and see you guys. And, like, I'm very much going to, like, task you with, like, standing off to the side and talking to them. Because there's nothing I hate more than at a toy show when, like, somebody's monopolizing the table oh, in no, the conversation. I hate that too. And I'm just standing around like, you better stop talking to this guy or you're going to miss my money. The difference is when, like, the person is obviously too nice and is trying to gracefully exit. That happened at the last show we went at last month when I was trying to buy an art print off of somebody. And this guy was, like, pitching this whole concept for, like, some, like, story or play. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. And, like, like going to, like, try to hire the guy to, like, commission to do the work for him. And the guy is just, like, giving him lip service. Like, yeah, give me your information, you know. And I'm just standing there with my wallet in my hands. And the guy just doesn't get the fucking hand. Nope. That's annoying. So don't fucking come talk to us. Well, just come kidding. talk to us. No, but read the room and know when it's time for you to get on. Um... But yeah, any anything else that we've uh, been doing? I just started watching the uh, the final Dave Chappelle Netflix special, The Closer, about twenty minutes in. So I'll have uh, further thoughts here in a couple weeks. Um, and I'm still watching Squid Game, which might become a, a fucking theme at this point. Um, so I'll just keep watching Squid Game and not finishing Squid Game because I'm very very busy. Yeah, I'm I'm too busy to even start anything. Yeah, I know it sucks. Stinks, but hopefully it's okay. have a, hopefully have a couple movies. Uh, our movie league is is underway, and I have to watch uh, the Many Saints of Newark at some point so we can get the points for it because God knows it didn't do well box office because I can watch it from home, which is what most people did. Who's going to the theater to pay money to see a Sopranos prequel in twenty twenty one? The answer is enough people for five million dollars, um, which is not That's what that's all saying. it made. Yeah, finished fourth. So we got that's like fucking dick. Why didn't you? Fucking You're the one that wanted it. I didn't know it was also coming out at home. You're supposed to tell me those kinds of logistics. Do your own fucking research. Man. I don't have time for the research. I don't even want to be on the team with you anymore in the first place. Well, now you're gonna be stuck with me. Trust me, I know I'm stuck with you. Today's episode is a rare return to our Wrap It Up series, uh, which we finished earlier on in the year. Every single time that we acquire a movie that is part of a franchise or is a sequel to a movie we've previously done on the podcast, we immediately put that movie into our queue now, so that way we don't have to wrap it up in a future, uh, future time. So the movie we are doing today is Happy Death Day to You which we did the original Happy Death Day movie back in 2019, um, which I believe was soon after this movie uh, came out. I believe I had seen the sequel, did not own it at the time, because I wasn't sure how I felt about it. And after uh, reviewing it, I was like, you know what, if it's cheap enough, which I think I got at Walmart for like three bucks, and you liked the first one, I was like, let's, let's, let's check it out. As we start our spooky October. Spooktober. Uh, that sounds bad. Um, That's what it's called, isn't it? No, it's called Halloween. 
Well, no, I meant the season. No, spooky it's just season. Spooky season is better than what you said. Um, what did I say? I'm not repeating it, just yeah, in case. Yeah, it sounds worse when you say it. Happy Death Day to You is the movie. Samantha, will you please read the box? No. Get off your goddamn phone. I was looking up to see what I yeah, gave put, the first yeah, movie. Put your glasses on, that'll help. Yeah, yeah, it's really helped me so far. Happy Death Day to You. Death makes a killer comeback. You don't have to read it like a five-year-old. I'm like drooling a little bit here, so I'm trying to... Why? I don't know. I just... That pumpkin pie. Mmm, delicious. Even more fun than the original, says Mike Ray's Cinema Blend. Why were you following along with your thumb? What's because the it's hard for me to see right now because the slide is off. Oh, that's wrong. It's Ray's. It's Reyes. Is it Reyes? <laughs> Reyes. Really R-E-Y-E-S. Reyes. Oh, I didn't see the second E. That's one. That sucks. <laughs> Alexa, turn on the light. <laughs> yeah, that'll help. Yeah, man, now my I first, can see it's Reyes. That, f- that should be an asterisk. No, use your dumbass for you to turn the light on. It's deja vu all over again for Tree Gelbman. The snarky sorority sister who solved her own murder by repeatedly reliving her death. When the masked campus killer mysteriously returns to terrorize new targets, Tree cycles through another time loop of clever chills and suspense in Happy Death Day to You, the inventive follow-up to Blumhouse's hit thriller Happy Death Day. That's two, it's Blumhouse. Oh. <laughs> well, that sucks. Also, I'm curious what her last name is. I'm not going to count it. Gelbman. Gelbman yeah, right. I thought it was Glebman or Gleedman. So I was like confused. I thought it honestly might have been a, a typo, but it's not. So that's my first lead of the year. Now I'm up two. Up two on the reading challenge. I had a big old, what was the movie that I got like three on, stupidly? One moment, please. Yeah, let me know so that way I can give that movie a big old the fuck you. Uh, nothing. You had two for Wild Wild West, and then you have just ones for a bunch of other oh, movies. Oh, okay. I got you, got you, got you. But now it's okay. I bounced back, and now I'm in the lead. What, nine to seven? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Just for now. There's a lot of movie left. Yeah, well, we have a lot of time left till one of us Oh, yeah, 25. and you've got a great one to read next. That'll be fine. Okay. So let's let's just get right into it. What did you think? I mean, it was a fine. It was a horror sequel. I mean, so the first one we watched, like I said, we watched October twelfth, twenty nineteen. It was uh, you nominated it, and I picked it versus Casper. Um, we both gave it sevens. Mm-hmm. I give the movie, so I I do still like it. It's not as good. As I the, like. It's, it's not, not as good as, good as, as the first one, but I did like it. I appreciate it. Doing something different in but that, the same. yeah, but it, this is not a horror movie. It one hundred percent is not. This is like a comedy, a sci sci fi slasher comedy. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. It's it essentially changes genres, and I can appreciate that. Yeah, and 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 I said in one of my notes. I said like the premise is deceivingly simple. And that's why I think it works. And that's why I think they can take essentially the same thing, yeah. the same movie, takes place on the same day as the first, you know, like, and 
it feels like a completely different movie. Like Back to the Future Part 2. Exactly. Yeah. I think that they did a really good job handling it. I, I think my biggest... It, it's not to the movie itself, but I think it's to the time loop genre, which basically you can almost classify as a thing nowadays, because mm-hmm. I feel like there is enough of them to, to mm-hmm. make it its own mm-hmm. thing. I think my biggest problem with them is if they go to any measure to explain it. I'd almost rather... Palm Springs is probably the, is the exception because it's never really, like, explained. It's just like, oh, yeah, there's some fucking weird-ass cave. You know, it wasn't, like, dug into, especially to the level this is. But, like, Groundhog Day, and I haven't seen Edge of Tomorrow either, like, but I don't believe there is anything that, like, is present. I could be totally wrong. I'd rather just, like, suspend my disbelief and, like, not know. Like, it just is a thing. Sure. I, I, especially, sure, but especially then when we like, watch those movies, you're like, oh, I really would have liked to know what have caused that. No, like, I've never said that. I don't think I'd say that when it relates to those things. Because that's almost part of the fun. Like, that's almost part of the the charm of them, especially for the person that's stuck in them. Like, I enjoyed the first one more because she was just stuck in it. And... There was no real rhyme or reason to it, and she had to figure it out and go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that, and also, it takes a really long time for a, you know, a hundred minute, you know, horror sequel, for lack of a better term, to like get into it. It's all the stuff with Ryan first, and then the realization that, you know, He's in a loop, and then getting, you know, to, uh, what the fuck was the name of the uh, the machine? It had a name. Oh, Sissy. Sissy. Getting to Sissy, and then and then a Tree getting stuck back in it. Like, that was like 25 minutes to, yeah, stick, it was a, it, to get the movie going. It was a big chunk. I, I mean, I didn't hate how long it took, but I don't know. I... <sighs> I get it. I feel like this movie tried to do so much in a limited time. I appreciate that it was only a hundred minutes. Oh, sure. I, I mean, you can't do these movies any longer. Right. But. Like, I, I appreciate it wasn't longer, but, I mean, it tried to get, like you said, all that backstory in, all that perspective in. It had a lot of, like, emotional, like, heavy scenes and topics that it, it, it tried to handle. Well, that's ultimately my favorite my favorite part of the movie is it it handles the... What, what would you do? What would like, you do? Because a lot of those movies, you know, like Back to the Future, you know... They're in an... He has a lifetime of memories he doesn't have. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's kind of sad and kind of, you know, wrong... And it, they tackle it head on where she's in the car and she's like, oh, like, we'll go get those cinnamon buns like right. on our birthday, remember? Right. She's like, those aren't my memories. These aren't my memories. But, like, it's still the emotion of having something you never knew you could have again and not wanting, like, it holds a really good weight and they do a really, really good job of yeah. giving you time to see it. They don't, like fuck with it really like they give her those moments yeah yeah and it's not impeded by anything else it's its own through line as all the other hijinks and all the other 
murders and deaths are going on. Right, it all comes back to that. You see the next day she's with the mom. Yeah. Again and again. And, and it's, it's an honest really... to goodness the debate about is she going to close the loop? Is she going to stay? Right. Um, it, it, it sold very, very well by everybody. I the agree. mom could be a little bit better. She's not my LVP. But there's a couple moments where like, man, I really wish like they had the foresight to like just recast her as like a better actress, like get like Ann Dowd, you know, like Ann Dowd's a yeah, great yeah, actress. Yeah, Ann Dowd could have done like, that. Like get get uh get uh who the fuck else could he get? Like get uh uh Jane Kesmerick. I don't know. Like I just yeah, no, that would have been good. You know, that would have been good. It's like, oh, mom, you look different. And you could just explain, oh yeah, in the time loop, uh, people look a little different. That way you can get like a couple of their better actors throughout the, the movie instead of being stuck on you know the same people again. I, I know who my OVP of the movie is, um, but. A couple of the people that had very, very minimal roles in the first one, like Ryan, he's fine. Like, you know, but like they had to give him a bigger role because of the script they came up with. Right. And he, the first movie, just said the same three or four lines over and over again. Right. Um, so I, that was my only complaint about that whole subplot. But would, actually, those sub, that subplot was the thing that had me the most engaged and the most yeah, yeah. invested in the story because it was the one thing that you know, we didn't see tackled in the first movie. Yeah, no, I, I did like it. Like I said, like that emotional weight. I mean, I don't know what I would do if anything happened to my mom, so I felt it. Although, it begs the question, so that's not the only thing that's different in the loop. In that loop, uh, you know, Danielle, who's basically like her sorority nemesis, is, you know, very, very nice and is dating her now boyfriend, who she's really known for like two days. Um, and she's going to sacrifice that for her mom. But then, like, you find out, like, near the end of the day, quote-unquote, that Danielle is still kind of a piece of shit that's cheating on him. And it's like, okay, cool. Now you can stay. <laughs> like, right, right, now right. you can very easily convince. But the whole point of it is that, you know, lives are still lost. And, well, right, and the know. memories aren't there. That sure. relationship isn't built. Yeah, and you, so you would literally have to relive the same. Well, no, because you're going to close the day and, oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, but fuck that, man. Like, I, I would not be that way. I would, like, if it was the kind of thing where I was in a another universe and, like, I had lost you or lost somebody and, like, I don't care. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm a good improviser. Like You're I'll, not that good of an improviser, do you? I will, yeah. Yeah. I'm not good of an improviser where I can pretend about memories that we shared. Yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> what, okay. did not, what did you not like okay. about the movie? Okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm. Oh, that was a perfect movie? Nothing mm-hmm. you, you... What, were you going to test me at some point? What, what, do you not, what did you not like? So I already addressed a couple of things. Mm. It takes a little bit too long to get into mm-hmm. um, the time mm-hmm. loop stuff. Are you going to let me talk? Or are you going to be no. petty? Petty. You? Have you met me? Yeah. Petty LaBelle. You get it? Like Patty LaBelle? But petty? Petty LaBelle? Y- you were saying? Are you okay? No, I, di- I didn't like some parts of it. Am I okay? Yeah, I'm okay. You just said that you make up knowing memories with me. And? What did you not like? You. I wasn't in the movie. Hmm. Are you going to say what you didn't fucking like? I'm reading my notes. That's exactly what people want to hear, is the sound of silence as you read. You can't look and, like, 
like your brain reading and your mouth. No, can't... because I'm now I'm like depressed. I'm battling trying. I'm like trying to keep my composure because you just broke my heart. That broke your heart. Yeah, I value the memories that we have together. I, I value them too. Which ones? All of them. Like what? Are there any specifics? Yeah. Oh man, that one time. Which um, time? That you know the time. Oh. Uh, oh, and then when we went to the place, that was a good one. Um, what we do? Oh, when you were wearing that hat. Uh, I've never worn a hat. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it was a little bit long in the, like, it took a while to get there, like you were saying, but then once it got there, I think it went really quickly with, like, all the, like the suicides and stuff. It gets a little too much. Like sure, it's, sure, but it's, it, it veers into parody and ridiculous and absurdity yeah. pretty quickly. Like there's that scene where the skydiving one with the well, the skydiving one, yeah, uh, but also the wood chipper as well. Oh my god, yeah. But you mean Biff's wood chipper? Yeah, but also just. Like, the scene with the Dean and Danielle, which is just, like, in a totally different movie. Like, the blind French student slapstick distraction scene. Yeah. It's just like, this is still going on. Uh, Yeah. And it doesn't fit. I also didn't, like, they had to address all, like, the tombs stuff and Lori and the Doctor. Like, that stuff really bogged down the movie to me because... It didn't, like, fit into, like, the world. So, like, in this loop, it's the doctor that's releasing him to kill Lori, or, like, he's still killing and using him as a cover. And, and it just then gets he kills the wife. Me- it gets it's- way too fucking messy, and it just bogs down. the Like, you cut that stuff out, then you honestly have, like, an 80-minute movie that is much better. And you can just even have it be, like, little ha-has, like, oh, yeah, there's a serial killer guy that, like, didn't do anything. He's still tied up to that bed. Yeah. Good for the rest of us, you know what I mean? Like, they just basically did it to, like, get a body count up in some manner of speaking because the movie was kind of light on it besides Treats killing herself to have to relearn stuff. That's another, like, recent time loop, like, trope. I mean, granted, this did come out before Palm Springs, but I don't know, like, the writing and the filming of which, how that broke down. Where uh, you can just relive days to become, like, a fucking nuclear physicist. Uh, Right. Although, like, how often... So, she explicitly says in this movie, I believe, that she relived this day in the previous loop only 12 times. I think she said she died 12 times. She died 12 times. Yeah. So, this obviously has to be much longer in order for her to, like, do that. But it's not addressed... At all. Right, exactly the length. But she said, like, she had relived the previous day 12 times, and every time, like, she that's when she fell in love with, what is the, what's his name? Uh, is it Parker? Whoever. Carter. 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 That's better. Um, I, one, of those, one of those hard R names. Carter. Um, oh, which, which R is the hard R? Both of them? Carter and Parker. <laughs> what you say that Carter and Parker. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. I've always been like uh, one of Andrew Zangri's favorite things I do is when I over enunciate on things because it's just so blunt, especially B words like Bubba Ray Dudley and Booster Seat. But Carter and Parker is are two other ones. Um, 
yeah, I don't buy that the first movie is only supposed to be 12 days. Like, yeah, it, it, it's and this I, I it felt like it was shorter, but she was doing more stuff because she had to, like, learn full science things. Right. Exactly. So that that always kind of bothers me when, you know, just at will, you can just do stuff like that. And also, like, how every single day she had to, like, convince all these people. So the way that some of the acting and some of the scripting goes, like, they're way too cool with her, like, later on. And again, every day they're meeting her. Every day they're learning. Right, right. It's like the first time. Yeah, like, how is she, you know, tackling? That's something I think that... uh, the ground like Groundhog Day is still the best at that. Like Groundhog Day makes it legitimately feel every single time like it is the first time that you know all these people are seeing this film. You know what I mean? Right. So, but this it just doesn't like it. Like the last scene, she's like, uh, Ryan's like, Tree, we we got this. You know, you're gonna do this, and she's like, You've technically known her for like six hours, and in, in like in your mind. So it, just, well, it, no, it hurts no, my buy-in. No, that well, no, that's not necessarily yeah. true because in this universe. No, in this universe, they do know each other because he's dating Danielle. No, Ryan doesn't know that. Because he says, she's still on the phone as oh, crazy yeah. white oh, girl. Yeah. yeah, no, they don't know her. Carter does. Not really. Well, kind of. Kind I mean, of, but not like... He says hi to all like, the sorority girls. He goes necessary. Lori and stuff. And he goes to save Lori at the hospital. Yeah, it's, but again, that's, there's, but there's some, that's where it gets a little choppy and inconsistent. Okay. Um, there was another point I was going to make and I don't remember what it was. Um, getting into my, so the ending is also very abrupt, like. The movie does get to feel a little long, and then when they finally, like, save the day, you know, she's just like, Danielle? And he's like, ew, or something, and they make out, and then, like, the movie's over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's very sudden. Yeah, you wasted, you know, like, all your runtime on other stuff. You couldn't have had, like... A A better wrap-up. A follow-up of what happens. Well, then they do have a follow-up. They have a stinger indicating there's going to be a third one. There was some concern there wasn't going to be one, because... The second one underperformed after the first one overperformed. Um, but they're willing to like let the directors like finish their vision. So I believe, I don't know if it's already filmed or if it's coming out like next year, but uh, Happy Death Day, I think it's called like Happy Death Day to Us or Happy Death Day Everybody or something like that is coming out. And I don't even know what they could be getting into based on the stinger. Like, it's, there's some kind of, a government entity that's looking into like time loops and they're entrusting them to like help them with it. Yeah. It's well like they got sissy and they're trying to run it and program it and who knows. Yeah, it's a little little out there. Um and it's all just built up essentially for a gag of just torturing Danielle, you know, like the the tertiary villain in the movie. Right, right. Um well anything else I'm going to say is going to get into performances, so let's get into MVP and LVP. Sure. Uh, who's your MVP? Um, I mean, I still think Jessica Roth did a really good job. It's still Jessica Roth I mean, and just, me. like, the way she just, like, walks and with that, like, angry-ass look on her face and just, like, 
and it's just like you feel it like you feel what she's going through like that's a good way to put it for all of her emotions like when she's reliving the day and and like angrily laughing and yelling (laughs) things off Right, and then when she but, sees her mom, yeah, she she's really good in the emotional yeah, scenes. Yeah, she she's got. I think that she deserves it. Yeah. She had a lot to carry in this movie. I will give an honorable mention to. Um, let me get the character's name. To where did he go? Oop, I looked up the first movie. That's why it was not showing up. So I apologize. Give me one moment as I vamp. And get oh no not happy birthday I don't need to know the background of happy birthday bam, the movie bam 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 bam, um, bam to bam, Siraj bam. Sharma did you recognize him I didn't uh, so he plays one of the two friends of Ryan as a scientist I know who Samar he is. I know he's I, the guy from fucking Life of Pi <laughs> is he he's the guy from oh, Life he of Pi up. He's I was like up. I was like God he looks so familiar to me and he he just. Like, I, I feel like I know him. And, yeah, he's, like... He's the kid, the, from, the Life kid from Life of Pi. The kid from Life of Pi. And he's no really... Way. He's really funny in this. He, wow. He's really good. He's really good. And I'm like, huh, that seems like such a weird, like, departure. I mean, granted, like, probably, you know, there's quite a gap between Life of Pi and this, where, you know, you gotta eat, you know? Like, you, well, you know. I mean, he's, he, he was in Million Dollar Arm... Then he did a lot of, uh, it looks like Bollywood. Yeah, uh, funny. So uh, uh, this guy, Suraj Sharma, was in Million Dollar Arm playing uh, one of the two guys who is now signed to WWE. <laughs> that guy is played in Million Dollar Arm, one of Jinder Mahal's, like, heavies. in really? WWE. Yeah. Yeah. It's Full just, circle, baby. Yeah, I was like, why does that guy have an uh, IMDb page? Oh, yeah, right, Million Dollar Arm, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, he doesn't do much. I think he was like a regular on Homeland, yeah. you know, very early on. But, um, but you know, it's Jessica Roth. Uh, even though wow. she's 34. No, she's not. She is our age. She is uh, younger than both of us. She's born May 28th, 1987. But yeah, she's still being like, is it ever said like what grade they're in in college? They're definitely upperclassmen, I think. I think definitely upperclassmen. I think probably juniors. But still, that would seniors. that would still indicate, you know, she's right. 10 to 12 years. And she doesn't seem, like, out of place at all. Like, she still seems very young. Yeah. Um, Israel Broussard is 27, so he's a little closer. Uh, Rachel Matthews, who plays Danielle, she is 27. Sarah Sharma is 28. Um, Lori uh, is 31. Um, I mean, but I guess that's par for the course. Yeah, because, I mean, it's not like, anything like... Uh, all, like, the high school shows we would watch in, like, the 90s, they were all, like, in their late... Oh, yeah, like, yeah. 20s, early 30s. Yeah, like, Kel Mitchell well. was a high school kid for, like, 20 years. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, exactly. Um, well, Jessica Roth will be a multi-time MVP now, just based off of the Happy, Happy Death, Death Day. Day series. I think it's the only two things we've probably seen her in. Um, yeah, she's... She, well, she was in La La Land. Which we've not watched for the podcast. Which we haven't watched for the podcast. She's done a lot of, like, I guess, more indie kind of And she's done a lot of TV stuff, and, like, like streaming series as well. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah. yeah. Want to see her do like more. I'd see her in more. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I, I enjoy her. I think she gets just... I think she's got, like, an understated kind of charisma that, like, you just... You get into whatever she's giving out, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. LVP. 
We got a two-time MVP. We should have a two-time LVP, I think. I think we should just keep it. It's about a time loop. We should just stay true and just keep keep the same ones. I could not agree more. <laughs> the only guy I wrote down was the guy who plays Dr. Gregory Butler, Charles Atkin. And I, I wrote down, was it him again? Or no. was it him? Was it him last time? Because it is again. There's just something about, and again, he probably does about exactly the same amount, except he has to, like, be the bad guy in this time loop and, you know, like, talk whatever nonsense it is that he talks about, like, why he's doing and revealing what he's doing. And he's just so wooden and so unbelievable. Right, it's just, it's just completely unbelievable. And then when he, like, has a swerve, another swerve, and yeah. he, like, shoots his wife, it's just like... She's not great either, but okay. she ultimately has like two lines. Yeah, she did nothing. Th- that's why ha- that's it's as random as it is that it's like she did nothing. Like it had set up but, for her to do right. something. And he was just in so much, and then like he was like real creepy when he was like in the room, like, "Do I know you? Like, am I supposed to know you? Like, I just thought it was bad. It could have been so much better if you had had like a more menacing kind of person." Because also, he just looked like a big pussy. Yeah, he's just a straight-up, like, college professor fuckboy. Yeah, exactly. And so. he does not... And I'm really th- upset that I couldn't make it, um... Israel Broussard? Israel Broussard. Who you just hate so much and has zero LVPs to show for it. I just want to punch his face. Why? He's good in this. He's fine. I just want to punch his face. That's so mean. I think he's a, a very talented actor. Oh, do you do? I do. You I want think. to watch Bling? You, you no, I never said that. Again? I never said that. Ooh, what's this controversial comments thing? Nope, not reading any of this. What nope, do you say? Let nope. I'll oh, fine, I'll read it. Uh, in, in August 2021, days after the release of To All the Boys I've Loved Before, which apparently he's... Yeah, he's, know, one of the, he's one of the love interests. A collection of insensitive and racist tweets by Broussard resurfaced, including on the subject of the Black Lives Matter movement. For instance, oh, after the 2011 uh, earthquake and tsunami in uh, Tohoku, he tweeted, Dogs can sense earthquakes. Too bad Japan ate them all. Quote, unquote, from Israel Broussard, not me. In addition, he was also found to have liked tweets promoting Sandy Hook conspiracy theories and anti-Muslim tweets. He released an apology on Twitter stating, I am dedicated to becoming a more informed and educated version of myself, which is not an apology. What an asshole. So, uh, oh, you know what? from Mississippi. You know what? You're right. Fuck him. Fuck him, I'm going to punch him in the face. He's still not an LVP, but... Uh, he, he, he will be. He's an LVP in life, but he's not an LVP in the right, movie. Yet. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, uh, so, so fuck you, Carter. Your name should be Parker. Uh, yeah, so two, So I think this is the first time we've ever done a movie sequel and the MVP and LVP were an exact copy. We've had some, like so, Carl Weathers and Rocky, of course, obviously the X-Men movies with McAvoy and Jackman and Fazbender. But I don't think we've ever had a repeat LVP from... Oh, we have had one. Uh, David Spade in uh, Emperor's New Groove and Kronk's New Groove. Mm. I think he's the only multi-time LVP that came. Let me look at the list. No, I'm rewriting my list. Spoiler alert. I'm rewriting my list from something that happens next week. Uh, thanks to RJ. You'll hear about it plenty when I talk about I it. I don't think that's true. It is true. No, not that you're rewriting your list for that, but I don't think... I think we've had multiple... So our multi-time LVPs are Elijah Wood, two different film franchises, uh, Keanu Reeves, different, Jennifer Connelly, Kareem jabbar James Marsden, uh, which is not because he was uh, Peter Rabbit. No, not Peter Rabbit, uh, Hop. 
Hop in X-Men. He didn't get two X-Mens. Uh, Sylvester Stallone uh, was not for two Rockies. One was for Guardians 2. Jennifer Coolidge, Brad Garrett, Judge Reinhold, Corey Feldman, Rebel Wilson. Nope, Pain and Gain would be one. Uh, Jason Bateman, Francis Capra, Charlene Yee. All right, so Charlene Yee, I guess, kind of counts. Kind of counts because it's technically... It's the same character. Yeah. yeah. It's the same character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah, God, I can't believe it. I, one day, if I ever want to cancel you, I'm just going to take a video of this impression. Uh, Benicio Del Toro, Jessica Chastain, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Terrence Howard. Yeah, so those are the only, the only ones. People in glass houses shouldn't throw bricks. I've never done a visually offensive impression before. What? Oh, am I offending uh, gold tooth puppets? Yes. The Great Zephyrus of Titans, everybody. Doctor T here. I got a kid now. Your kid does does me. Does uh does my voice? She tries. She struggles with Felicity Titans. Like I got do. Oh, what what does she say instead? Uh, she just mumbles. You got to work on her enunciation. Who are you to tell anybody to work on their nuns? I'm Dr. Teeth. I sing, baby. This is a bad idea. I've already started to have a bit of a sore throat. Sing me something. No. Pay me money for it. Okay. Where's my money? Here. Sing. No. They ain't doing this pantomime bullshit. Pantomime bullshit. I'm Dr. Teeth. Pay me. You're a terrible improviser. I'm a great musician. And you're not going to find out. Bye. Um. So, yeah. So he'll be uh, definitely the most random name on this list. You're the worst. I know. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, and we're just shitting all over him. This guy probably struggles to pay his bills That's and his own eat. Be, be better. Yeah, be better at your job, man. Don't Maybe quit your day job. Don't shit all down your neck. Uh, what would you do in a time loop? Have we, have we discussed this before? I don't know if we did, but I'll tell you, I'm going to just sleep. You're just going to sleep? Yeah, why not? So that yeah. so that that brings up an interesting question. So like do you gain weight? Like does your does your sleep patterns or like so let's say as an example you're you're in a time loop and you just stay awake. I know I think in Groundhog Day Bill Murray tries to do that. But like does he wake up the next day tired or does he re I don't remember if like you restart how you felt on that day. I don't know, but it's it, not going to be different. Than any other day, I wake up tired. Oh, I'm always tired anyway. Does what? Huh? I would very much be the person that would like go and become great at something, rob a bank, uh, like like try to like you know do something. Like I'm I'm but punching people for what purpose though? Because because like you just resets, get to do it. But then the day resets. yeah, exactly. I can do whatever I want, and there's no consequence to it. It's wonderful. I would literally walk directly into a grocery store pull down my fucking pants and take a Dairy Queen swirl shit right in the middle of the fucking aisle just because the next day I would wake up and nobody would know. And it would be glorious to do that. Yeah, but then, I mean, look, what's the point? I did what it. notoriety I had fun. Oh, None, cool. and that's what makes it so great. I did it. It's just fun. I would go right up to the shittiest looking like 12 year old I could find and just slap him in the face. But do, do you remember all the things that you do in the time loop? You do, right? Would I do that? Like, would I be no, the one that studies? I'm saying like, well, like, 
But the the concept is like it, the day resets and nobody remembers anything. Yeah, you remember everything. Oh, that's of course. Happened. Yeah, yeah, and I'm happy okay, with cool, it. Cool, cool, cool. I would catch up on all the TV. Well, no, you can't because then it's going to be the same TV. The TV doesn't add you. No, no, no. Like I'm going to like binge watch all the things that like I want to watch. Oh, I would gotcha. get through okay. my list. But you'd never at a certain point you'd run out. At a certain point you'd have to. Yeah, just like at a certain point this podcast is going to end. Jesus Christ, that's morbid. Well, yeah, because we, we're going to run out of movies. Oh, no, I'll never stop buying movies. That's a good thing. This thing will just go Right, on right, forever. and Netflix will never run out. Yeah, but we don't go off of Netflix. We well, buy no, things. But I'm not saying we're for the... We're a consumer I wouldn't family. Do this, I wouldn't do this podcast talking about me in a time loop. I would just watch all the things on Netflix. I would watch all the things on Prime TV. I would watch all the things on everything. I would just watch all the TVs. Is there a day you've had where you'd be okay being in a time loop for? No. Or a day you would want huh? to have? What? About 15 years ago? No. Um, no. Funny. It was hilarious. I don't know, man. I'm sorry I'm taking your corner of ridiculous questions. You haven't been doing it in a while. I'm surprised well, you don't have one like, hey, so uh, what do you think about physics? Well, that was my question. It was if you could have named the machine, what would you have named it? And what do you know about That's physics a, and time loops? That is a pretty dumb fucking question, even for you. Uh, nothing, and I'd name it, I don't fucking know, Mortimer. Like, who gives a shit? Okay. <laughs> Anything else on Happy Death Day to you? I hope somebody doesn't try to murder me. In the time loop or just in general? Both. If someone, if you haven't been murdered by now, then you're probably clear. What is that supposed to mean? I don't know. <laughs> Since I said it, I was Why like, are you so the fuck the thing to say to somebody? That's really mean. <laughs> I mean, I'm the same way. Like, you haven't poisoned me. I haven't pissed somebody off enough to just, like, come at me, bro. Um, <sighs> I know. You're the worst, Burr. You're the worst. Score it. Happy death day to you. I mean, I, I got my score. Yeah. Uh, not as good as the first one, but still very, very solid. Liked, you know, it had the, the, the stones to try something different and had some more emotional weight to it than the first one. So it's not, not that far down from it. It's still enjoyable, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. It, it just lacks a certain, you know... Focus. Could have been a little tighter. Yeah, it, it's, it could use some editing, and it could use some focus to, to equal or even surpass the original, but I'll go with a six and a half. Oh, great. That's what I was giving it. We've been... We've been on point. Really on point with one another lately, and I don't like it. Or you're I just hate or, it. or you're just uncreative and you're just copying me at every turn. No, because I give my score first sometimes. Sometimes, Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not copying you. How can I copy you? Well, just like through the, the podcast, I'm just such a good uh, orator that my arguments are so convincing that you just like naturally fall in line with what, I, what I'm suggesting and saying. That's okay. more so what it is. Or I could have just done some weird voodoo magic on you and made you just do what I want. You are too lazy to get into voodoo. How do you know I haven't been into it? And this isn't all... Something you've been forced to do. You've been asleep for 10 minutes. I've been asleep for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Next week, as I mentioned <laughs> earlier. For a mullet? Oh, wait. Next week, as I mentioned earlier, we are, it's already in the can. Our guest star episode for the month of October 
with the quote-unquote newlyweds, Max and RJ, joining us for a, I'm not going to hype it up too much, but I think possibly our best guest star episode thus far. Ooh, don't, don't, don't put that shit out there. It's, don't put that shit out there. It was great. It's Hope both, they're going to want to rematch. It's both funny and informative Ooh, and insightful. Good social commentary, some great okay, stories. Uh, I'm also doing it because I want it to be known that I was able to get out of RJ what Toby wasn't able to do in a hundred and some odd episodes of RJ Hates Rap, which is make RJ focus and talk. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Then the weekend after that, uh, we got Ma, your nominated movie, continuing our spooky, spooky, season. spooky season stuff. And then I'll nominate our final spooky season movie to round out the month. Thank you for listening. This week's episode of Married Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. Facebook.com slash Movies at Movies on Twitter. Movies at gmail.com for myself at your host, Mall38 on Instagram. For my show, Box and Friends, whenever it pops up. And arcadeaudio.net slash podbloggo for my retro wrestling diary where this week is, without question, in the 80-some-odd shows I've watched in this project, the worst pay-per-view I have ever seen. Really? WCW Uncensored, 1995. Read about how I slowly divulged into insanity watching it. Samantha, anything to plug for you? At Jam with your Sam. So you can just watch, look at old pictures, because she doesn't do anything. Yep. About right. You should just like fuck with people and put like really old pictures up. Like pictures use like an eighteen year old's like, damn, she looks young. No, I look the same, actually. No, you got you got you're starting to gray a little bit, but that's okay. I'm not graying. You got a gray hair. When? That's graying. Where? You pointed it out. You said you you pulled, plucked it out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But you don't look at me and see any gray, whereas people look at you, all they see is gray. For mullet. This is mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the fucking morgue. <laughs> it's actually the movies, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs>